Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Boo's Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm Boom. your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, the newest member of the Ape Army. Welcome to the Moon Gang, Zach Elias. Are you allowed to call yourself doctor if you're not a doctor these days? Like, doctor in training is what you really are. You're like a trainee. I still have a New York license. Yeah, but you're not in New York. You might and have a license I have in a Greenland. I have a diploma. Everyone has a diploma. I have a diploma that says doctor. Please, and get that in an hour. Less. Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. We're doing this thing live every Tuesday on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button, give a little subscribe, tickle it, whatever like people say. Also, the episodes come out all the platforms, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher on Saturdays. Today's episode, boy, do we have a doozy. Because as the holiday weekend has just passed, a bunch of things came up in my life that I need Zach's opinion on. And Zach goes, I'm the king of this. We're going to lead this off with parents need to stop doing I didn't what? say I'm the king. I literally wrote the book, and you can buy it on Amazon. I'm a published author, 250 Don'ts for Parents of Teens. Now, granted, we are not teens, though we are at heart. Um, that I was big in like 90, gotta be 97. And then it's downhill from there for me. You were saying about you. <laughs> well, before we get into our weekends, our Memorial Day and everything, we got to crack some beer, Zach. What are you working with today? I'm working with my last Rolling Rock. I've got a single because I had a single at some other point and I got to find something new for next week. But one left. You, what I do went- you got? I've been drinking a lot of Yingling after polishing off the Mayor of Easttown, which if you haven't watched, it's good. It's not great, it's good. I couldn't get into Dirt or Daughter. I can't get into this. It's a murder mystery. <laughs> Just got back from Maine and boring my arms tired, but I did have a chance to stop off at the Allagash Brewing Company where the line was out the door and I decided to say F it, so I did not get to go to the Allagash, but I did pick up something Couldn't called... Couldn't walk in the exit? I'm a big walk in the exit guy. Ron Katz, which surprises Modella. no one. Allagash, from Maine, with love. It's called Number One Tart Wheat Beer Aged on Raspberries from Maine. I see. And is that because it's um, Pride uh, on there? Also, Happy Pride, I wanted to say to you. Thank you, I suppose. Happy Pride. Is that the thing you all say? Is that like good yuntif, Happy Pride? I think that's what you say. Really? Yeah, TikTok is also doing a big promotion now where the FYP is for your page. And then, then today I saw they changed it to like for your pride, I think. I think it's happy is that pride. that what the P stands for in this week? <laughs> P should do. Exactly. All right, Zach, let's Penis. release <laughs> release the Kraken. Ow, this one's a toughie. There it is. I don't want you to get that last one. Yamas. All right. So before we get to the parent stuff, tell me, you must have so a great- parents just don't understand? Is that what we're doing here? Yeah, well, you know, you're a dad, and as terrible of a person as you are, I will always compliment you. You're a great father. And seriously, the fact that you took your daughter for her first golf lesson, no, pictures we look great. Her, we drove to her. She had a good swing. She's actually much better than I was. She went to her first golf lesson. I remember flailing and missing constantly. Yeah, she missed a few times, but she was cracking it when she connected. She We tracked down the pro that taught Jenna, nicest guy in the world. It used to be the pro at the club. My mom belongs to a mass, yada, yada, yada. He's in Vermont now. Great course, great, nice guy. Happy to give Zoe her first lesson. Then we took her out on the course for two holes. And then my mom went back and Jen and I finished up. Thank God. Because Zoe's not the fastest golfer on the course. I think that's yeah. cool. Look, I would never want to make my kid golf. And I know you did that with her. So before I get going Who's with my- kid you keep talking about? Your mother's going to plot at this point. Could you just, you know, pork a kid into Julia already at this point? Like, come on. You keep talking about this hypothetical kid dating Braves fans, not playing golf. God knows what you're- So Zach- 
This could be best. All right, all right, hold on. Can we put this podcast on hold? Is there a pause button on a live episode? Let me go do that real quick. No, go do it on a live episode. Let us listen in and chime <laughs> in. Audience participation. I don't want to get demonetized on YouTube. I don't know what any of that means, but let's it means, guess. It means any money that they would be giving you once you hit, I don't know, 10,000 subscribers, they stop giving you money. So you can't stop on YouTube and take money? No. You should do it for the love of the game. Oh my God, Zach, terrible. <laughs> the first thing that came up that I saw was this past Memorial Day weekend, a cousin of mine who has a, a daughter of, I don't know, a year, a year and a half, if that, her and her husband, the three of them, went to Disney World. That's too I, I have seen this in the past from other couples. It drives me crazy. I mean, you've lived through it. Your kid doesn't remember a single thing past or before age three. Parents who take kids, just one kid or even two, if they're under the age of four, drives me nuts. Yeah, taking them anyway, they're not going to remember it. So do it for you. Like, don't take them to Disney World unless you want to go to Disney World because you're that family. All these adults who go with just the two of them or what? It's nonsense. But then you got to schlep the kid around. You got to breastfeed. You got to whip your tits out in the middle of Disney. It's hot. It's hard, a whole thing. Well, she's um, from, so I don't think she's doing all that. She's from. So what's she whipping out? She a, I don't know. She can have a denim skirt over her tits. I don't know what she, people. What are those cloth? <laughs> from from the top down? I don't know. Yeah, full denim. They show a little ankle. They cheat. They get you going. It's <laughs> love it. Um, what? I don't know. <laughs> it, it just drives me crazy when look. You need to expose your kid to stuff, but when parents are taking their kids all over, like get out of here. It's just ridiculous. It's just it's so silly. It, it's just a pet peeve. Yeah, That's we took, it. We took Zoe to um, Aruba and Bermuda before she was able to remember things. Just because for you, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. that was for us. Yeah, totally fine. Disney, not for you with the one year old. Nothing's for you with a one-year-old. When Jelly was one, we sat under an umbrella in Aruba and just cooked. It was amazing. That sounds good. That sounds delightful. Yeah, it was delightful. We started taking her places when she was like four or five. Now, they do say kids remember things more now because they were they're bombarded with media. You show them pictures constantly on your phone as opposed to like there were four pictures of me growing up. Hey, there's that time we did the thing. No one gave a shit. Actually, that's not totally true. My mom was very into photography in the mid-'80s. It was that's what they call art, arty shots of me like, you know, dancing or jumping or God, that was what. Or un- turned her our bathroom into a dark room. We had to bag up. It was awful. The whole thing was a scene. I don't want to bag up with my mom or your mom for that matter. No, no, it's come to our house in 88. The other thing that actually came up more in conversation that I heard was my youngest nephew is graduating from preschool and they're doing a little graduation, a whole little ceremony. They're doing a cap and gown thing. Ridiculous. And my sister, being the cheap ass that she is, says, 20 bucks for a cap and gown that he's going to wear for a couple of minutes? No, 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 Not happening. That's where she draws the line of this ridiculous ceremony is the, the cost, money of the it? Cost, the cost, absolutely. What a Jubig. Love her. Full-blown Allison. Uh, we'll see how trivia goes. Hey, wait, her kid graduated kindergarten and then they did a ceremony? Like, did they, play the, mod- they did they play the Macho Man music? Did they play the Pomp and Circumstance? All I know is, you know, when they do these cap and gown ceremonies, they are absurd. It is just one of those things where we had one in Adult elementary school. ones are insane. It's the stupidest thing. You wear a cap and a, squ- a square hat and a nonsense dress. Did you it's decorate insane. the top? No, but me uh, and two of my friends did start the wave in the middle of our graduation. That was pretty good. It wasn't bad. It was long. I don't know who our keynote speaker is, but they went on. Oh, our keynote speaker was this guy who started a company. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called Under Armour. Of course it was. What, did he get walked in by Ray Lewis? <laughs> we must protect this house! Exactly. <laughs> I just know that with the whole cap and gown thing, dude, it's just one of those things that's so, so silly. And, you know, when I was in elementary school, we had 
a cap and gown ceremony and my mom was on the committee. And that day she sent me to school in like a t-shirt and shorts and people came to the nines. They were dressed so nice. I remember thinking I might be able to run home and change that. I, I was mortified. And then at the last minute, they give us caps and gowns. And I, I was like, and looked at my mother and she goes, do you really think I was going to let you down today? I was like, I was so close to running away and just being like, you know what? It's easier to not graduate than to show up with everybody dressed up nice. And I'm in a Phoenix Suns t-shirt and a pair of jean shorts. Kevin Johnson. Of course, the best man. <laughs> I was more of a Dan Marley guy, but you know. Magic man. God. So the capping out thing for little, when they do this for little, it's just one of those things that parents do for little kids. I'm like, this it's is nonsense. ridiculous, man. It's so anything else that you've seen another parent do that you were just like, oh my God, stop it. I mean, everyone's got their own style. I don't have little foibles like that that other parents do. What bothers me, honestly, I'm not the most stern, but I'm a yeller. Like, if she gets out of line, I've got no fuse. I don't negotiate with terrorists. Parents have been yelling at their kids since the beginning of time. It works. You don't mess with the classic. The ones who will sit there and and go back and forth and play three-dimensional mental chess with a five-year-old, it's insane. Just yell at your kid, get bigger than them, get louder than them, and they'll stop doing the thing. Parents who, like, oh, my kid hit someone else in the face with a stick. Why don't we talk about this for half an hour and dissect what... No, don't play with sticks and go apologize to that kid, you know, or let the kid hit you with a stick. That's fine, too. School, you know, go to the playground. But when they just they've read some newfangled book about not yelling or not this or no discipline or talk it out. Get the hell out of here. You talk it out when they're 25, when they're five. Light them up. I was listening. I to got one into it with my daughter, by the way, last night. Here we go. She, yeah, it's on. She wasn't eating. And. As opposed to making like nine, parents will make like nine more dinners. Oh, you don't want this? Okay, what else can I make you? What else can I, no, you sit there and you eat the shit that I gave you. I had to eat it. She eats it. <laughs> I mean, when we were kids, our options for dinner were take it or leave it. And if you leave it, you get yelled at. So that's fun too. So she sat there for like an hour and a half just nibbling while I watched Sports Center and, and you know, stood my ground. The part of that that it. bothers me the most is that you watch Sports Center, but. Yeah. You yeah, to give her choices, not like three choices, like this, this, or this. Wait, she gets three meals, and she no, 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 no. Before you do the cooking, you say, "Do you want this, I'm this, or this?" Before Jenna does the cooking, I, I, I don't know how it went down, but I think that's what she wanted, and, and then she, she, she reneged. Well, she didn't like it, or the cheese hurt her stomach. Like, what the fuck? Eat your damn cheese. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I'm not. These are you guys who, in a fight? I noticed that she didn't come on when we were just signing on to say hi to me. No, 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 no. We, we made up. We're good. No, she's fine. She doesn't care. She she was like she came and hugged it out afterwards. After, you know, I I management I, held. I hope she holds it against you, dude. When you were in a, like a nursing home and she comes by and she's like, "Oh, is this the plug that keeps him alive or not alive?" Remember well, that like, cheese that one day when I was seven? Yeah, exactly. And I'll have I, and she'll know where to find me when she's got a problem. She can send me the therapy bill. But no, she ate and she thanked me later. She was happy. And tonight she ate like a champ. So you know what? It works. Results. Cavemen yelled at their kids. You can hit with a club in a caveman. Results. Negotiating with terrorists. Ridiculous. Second time you've dropped that. Once about your daughter. Terrorist. Funny, that comedy show that I told you that I watch all the time. There's this one guy who got up there. He's a regular, uh, as an amateur comic, and he bombed. His whole shit was about my dad is so old. The one that made me laugh, it goes, my dad is so old, he used to hit me. <laughs> got me. I was like, all right, that's it's great. Well, no, we don't hit. We, hitting is where I draw the line, but I have no problem yelling. And, and I shaking. have no problem. No, just and oh, I saw a thing by a actual hostage negotiator, a professional on how to negotiate with toddlers. 
And the key is to get them uncomfortable because they won't have the same like leg strength and wherewithal that you do. Their resolve is less. You take so them you for a them, ride in the back no, of the no, van. You put them on like a weird, state unstable thing, and you get on like near them and get big. It, it, it was actually hysterical, and they will fold because their legs give out, and they just don't ha- they don't hang like in a, as long as you. Like would. a basketball player and a referee, just like yeah, no one. That's why they do it. That's why they get big for them. What about, what about like a little push, like a little shove, like a, hey, what are you gonna do little now? Elbow on the way out. Fine for fighting. Perfect. So, Zach, I did Boston this past weekend. I've never been to Boston. Uh, the weather was absolutely not much. It's the truth, man. Like, it was really cute, and the, the, the colleges were nice. And, you know, as far as the place goes, the, the weather really kind of brought everything down. That's, That's Boston. It always rains there. No matter what, what it's doing, it rains right there. And people are the worst. Although, I met up with a friend. Uh, he's, t- he's a friend of a friend, but we've hung out excuse me, a couple of times where we met up with him. We went out, we were drinking and drinking and drinking. And the drunker he got, the more the Boston accent came out. Oh, yeah. It was, I guess I've never spent that much time around a, what do you guys call it? A beaner? Like, a, like what do they call it? Masshole. Well, I wouldn't call him a masshole. I like the guy. He's still a masshole. I like plenty of assholes who I like. You're an asshole I like. So <laughs> I like you, you too. You're from Mass. You're just a Maryland, Maryland oh flag. Oh, my God. Dude, we, cl- yeah. we close down this bar, and before it's over, this kid is full-blown. Yeah, I'm about to go home. I got to pass those queers from the south side. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. Not- They're bad in Boston. They're racist in Boston. They're homophobic. Anything goes. Like, but, but no one seems to care there, though. It's all good. Oh, it they was, don't care. It was so funny because maybe I'm just being jaded because for me, I thought Boston was going to be great and it was good. But then and we Amanda, went. Amanda, they call them donkeys there, not Duncan. Well, she, right. she lived there. So yeah, she well, knows. she got it wrong. Hungover, need Duncan. That's what they used to uh, say. Donkeys. She says. I might need some clarification if anybody. I mean, I'll ask somebody else. So I thought Boston was going to be a bunch of assholes. I thought the people were nice, but the, the city sucked. Oh, you know what the worst thing that was said that night? I said, oh, where do you work? And they go, oh, well, I used to work in the city, and now I don't. I went, you commute to New York? And they go, no, in Boston City. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You, the people are either pretentious and preppy and waspy or total mass holes. Nothing in between. But they call Boston the city when it, they're just describing the suburbs. I, I was like, no, 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 no. The city is Manhattan. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, and they know it, too. They're doing it to get a razz out of you. Then we went up to Portland, and – at least Boston people who are a little hoity-toity, maybe they have some. The people in Portland had sticks so far up their ass, or they're just weird. I had at least three encounters that I was just – I turned to Julian. I go, is it me? Like, what's going on? She goes, no, that was really weird. They're acting very weird here, and I don't yell the way you do when you know you go to a restaurant and have a little thing. For the first time, I can't remember, I gave somebody a piece of my mind. Like I was like, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I went to I went to a restaurant that had a long wait, and I went in the wrong door, and I came over. I said, hi, I just need to you know put my name on the list. And she says, oh, okay, it's going to be about like you know an hour and twenty minutes. I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. She goes, but, but you don't have numbers yet to your name. You're not Worthington Kensington the fourth. She goes, you just have to go stand outside before I can do that. And I went, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. And apparently there was some people standing out there. And then somebody else walks in, and they go, same thing. Oh, okay, yeah, just go stand outside. And then another person walks in and they put him on the list and I'm standing there. And then the people in front of me, I said, are you guys in line? They're like, no, we're just waiting. I ripped into this lady. I was going berserk. I mean, she literally was doing a whole power trip of go stand out there before I'll talk to you. And the people standing out there were all like, I'd already been taken care of. And then she took somebody who just walked right in. Yeah, I, because they're waspier than you with your Jew face. She saw, please, she saw you coming from a mile away with your I Cambodian a- girlfriend and you two didn't have a chance. <laughs> She wasn't there yet, but like I said, I gave her well, a piece. Even better, you're, just you. Look at the crowd you're in. The place is only restricted. 
It was the country club rules apply. They're all there in Izod's, and you're wearing a shirt that says "I ate the worm," and you're wondering why. <laughs> yeah, I could go on and on about Portland. I the food there was good, but there's always that breaking point. You know, for me, it's a cost thing, right? When you she get told to, the food here is good. And then left on the way out. Just tell it wasn't that great. The sad thing was is with hour and a half wait, I was like, yeah, put my name on the list. We go to actually waited the hour and a half. I don't wait. Went to a bar next door. They texted us 20 minutes later and said, your table is ready. So we chugged the beers and run back to the place. We sit down and this- I would have had more than beers. I would have gotten shit-faced and then gone back. Oh, it was was a long night. But basically, we go back to this- just to be this drunk guy in the restaurant. You'd be lucky if I'm wearing pants at this point. This place is the, the place to get a lobster roll, which go for four ounces of lobster meat for the low, low price. $30. For a lobster roll, which takes you all of four bites. If you take small bites, maybe five. Never. Three tops. It was really good. It was. It was I, I would have told her it was mediocre this, on my way out. This place actually was like like a Katz's Deli type of place where you can go try this New York Sammy's from all over. It, it was the best. It really was the best. Really? What's it called? High Roller. High Roller? Yeah. Clearly you're not. Yeah. But there's another- You're about a lobster roll. Your sister's complaining about caps and gowns. Your family's really rolling. Diamond hands, Zach. Diamond hands. Yeah, something like that. The other worst part was there was another place there that does like- You know what Bao is? No. It's an Asian roll thing, but it's soft. You know when you go to bake a biscuit, I and know it's what like, it is. I know what it is. It was actually cool my crossword puzzle today. Now you know what it is. Now I know what it is. I, I didn't. Anyway, it basically I, I is, is bow lobster roll at this other place where their line is not bad. I go in and the, the, this hostess is actually pretty pleasant. But we stopped there one night. I said, hi, I'd like to put my name on this. She goes, absolutely. How many? I said, two. She goes, that'll just be three and a half hours. I looked at her like, why should she even engage you at that point? Right. At what point? Julia why goes, close the place? Julia goes, at what point do you stop taking names? I said, you keep taking the names and then see what happens. And she goes, do you want your name on the list? I, and I laughed. I said, absolutely not. Like, come on. Who who does this? And then we went back the next day. Same thing. I said, if I get to go and I just want to taste it. She goes, yeah, 20, 20 minutes. Done. So got we got the to go. We went, we went shopping for a little bit, came back and it was really good. Where did you eat the to-go? At her podium? <laughs> well, it was kind of raining, which made it a little bit harder to eat outside. But it, it, there was another restaurant that you were allowed to use their bathroom. And we just went in there and squatted and just kind of stood. In a and- bathroom? No. You're disgusting. <laughs> it was a restaurant. you? It was a restaurant oh. that was closed, but you were allowed to walk through and use their bathroom. Yeah, you can Imagine like a, a different a sh- order. I understand now, but you got to frame that better. I thought you and Julia just went in the crap room, ate lobster. Yeah, just all the way through. It was like a human cat yeah, exactly. centipede. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be definitely, our trivia today is going to be lobster trivia. But before we get to that, I have four candidates for Schmuck of the Week that I'm going to need mm-hmm. you to pick from. Four candidates. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into depth of the story, but I can't decide. Candidate number one is... I'm not sure his relationship, but Matthew McConaughey is a part of the Austin football club. You know, he's a big, like, Texas Longhorn guy. And Austin either is getting a soccer team or they have one. And he had a little pep rally. And instead of doing ole, 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 he led them in a cheer of, all right, all right, all right, all right. I don't mind that. No, it got me. Okay. I don't mind that he's self-promoting. He's doing his thing. He's... As long as he's got that, he's still going. If you had a one-liner, you'd be insufferable. <laughs> Boom, we are off. Yeah, exactly. And if you could do that at a pep rally, you, you do it every week. Go on. Number. Wait, my, I'm pretty sure my one-liner that's insufferable is I'm a doctor. But anyway. And you could do that in a pep rally. Number two is 
Did you see the clip that went viral of Aaron Rodgers this past weekend of him playing a guitar with a friend and everybody was singing Wagon Wheel? No. You know, he, there's voluntary mini camps right now and him yeah. and all the wide receivers are not there right now. Right. It's no, getting no. really ugly. And he went on some trip with his fiance and some other friend. And the clip that comes out is Aaron Rodgers playing the guitar as the other three people are just. Oh, I saw that. I didn't realize who he was playing it to, but I saw the clip. Oh, yeah. my. Who does that? He's a hillbilly from California. <laughs> He's from California. He's a hillbilly. He's lived in Wisconsin for a long time. He is tone deaf. It is really just or like we he's start- so tuned in. We'll see how it plays out. Go Op- on. I'm option, not loving these two. Option number three is Ellie Kemper from The Office. She has been trending the last couple of days. You know who she is? She's the Kimmy Schmidt chick that my sister likes her show, but I don't. Yes. And okay, I what does she do? I, I have a huge soft spot in my heart for her because my buddy's wife is a dead ringer for her. So it's always one of those. Have I ever told you my, you're never going to date a celebrity, but I have something called the theory of celebrity. It's kind of based on, you're never going to date a celebrity, but you might be able to find somebody who kind of looks and sounds like one. And that should do the trick. All right. Find me the Gina Gershon equivalent and we'll make that happen. I think you get the regular Gina Gershon. <laughs> not yet. Where's my, uh, t- my cameo? But okay. What did Nelly uh, Kemper do? Uh, hold on. I'm just saying that. Have you never met somebody like, oh, she kind of reminds me of like this All person. Time. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, like, I, I had a friend in high school where I'm not saying she was Cameron Diaz, but there were similarities. Is that the WWF shirt with the chair and the pandas? Yes. I just saw the chair and I knew. How sad is that? That's a callback to last week. I wore it on All purpose right, for you. Bad. So right, Ellie Kemper, apparently somebody dug into her past. And when she was 19, she was a princess debutante at some thing that was connected with the KKK. She's got problems. She was a little Miss Grand Wizard? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty high on the list. but. <laughs> Who's number four? What? Number f- Yeah, you got to look into it. It's a pretty... It's. It, she was 19. It, 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 Her yeah. and like a... I'm picturing the hood no. and the thing and the sash. Okay. <laughs> they have the different states. Like, they yeah. all wear the hood. They just have you the wear sash. the hood with the tits out and the sash, but the hood. Like, you, you're doing hot. No, she... You need to it up a little. It wasn't the KKK. It was some other deep society that was associated with that. Whatever. But the no pi- sash? I don't think she wore that. She she just wore a regular dress, but the grand Pooba had a whole getup that it looked like a cross between the KKK and the Pope. And I'm not making it up. Become a Pooba. You got to stick it out, man. Then you're the oldest one or you get voted in or you kill somebody. Option C is the easiest. You whack a guy, you off a guy, you whack off a guy. (laughs) And then option D is my own personal favorite. And you know, I've been following this, you know, I told you this AMC movement and there's all these people getting really famous and making all this video. You got me. You hooked me on it. I cannot believe I took the hook. Yeah, you checked the stock today, you fuck? Okay, I, I did, and I still can't believe I took the hook. <laughs> Sell! Run away, paper No, no, hand, no, no, we're, no. We're, we're going to be Lewis and Winthorpe and uh, Valentine. <laughs> Bobby Valentine? No. Looking looking good, Lewis. Feeling good, Billy Ray. Not no a Trading Places guy? Oh, my God. We're, <laughs> we're going to be on the yachts together with, with AMC. Good. So one of the biggest YouTubers that there is in this whole movement, which I watch him all the time. This guy is absolutely incredible. His name is Trey. And he has all these One little- name, like Sting and Cher, just his, Trey? No, his real name is Tremaine. He's really smart. He's really good. I enjoy his videos. Anyway, he has developed this new kind of – like he, he's, he sits there and he just talks to a screen all day. And he yells and he interacts with people. And he has all these little – holy Toledo's and, you know, holy this. And And as the price has been going up on this stock, he goes, look at how many schmeckles we're making today. And I'm like, I don't think that's the word he's looking for. 
and he's not he's like middle america he's clearly not but he keeps saying schmeckles and i've put in the comments once or twice like i think he means shekels but like it could be little schmeckles make little penises (laughs) it I'm going Ellie Kemper, but I'll give him a pass for because Schmeckel makes me laugh. Every time. It's just like, oh, my God. It's not bad. It implies size, too, though, little Schmeckel. You can't have a big Schmeckel. It's a All right. So Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper she, for a little Miss Grand Wizard. Even um, when she was 19 and had no well, idea. No. If you're nine, that's a pass. 19, you've got an idea. You know what you're doing at 19. Absolutely. At night. You didn't know the difference between racist and not racist at 19? I'm Maryland's old. You I, I grew up with a racist father. Like, what do you want from me? Everybody did. That's the thing. <laughs> That's part of being a father. Thank God Zoe might be too. But <laughs> you at least playing dominoes with the boys. To be fair, I didn't get into dominoes until my mid-20s. So With the boys. The best part of my trip, thanks for asking, was we went lobster boat catching. It was called the Lucky Catch. Where they, you a go, lobster boat? That's amazing. You go out on a boat with a lobsterman and a first mate, and they show you the process. And I tell you, it was so interesting. The weather first was- mate, by the way, is a little of a term- I mean, that, that, that implies absolute homosexuality. The whole that's thing she, is there. That's what she called herself. Well, fine. Although, I did ask her, because she kept on saying, oh, one day, I said, what do they call a, because she made it, said, oh, you can be a female lobsterman. And I said, and I kind of stopped, and I wasn't trying to be too liberal. I was like, they not call them lobster women or lobster, but she goes, no, they're called female lobstermen. And I was like, all right, I, I don't know. Good. Okay, sure. Anyway, I learned a ton about lobsters, and I don't know how well you're going to do on this trivia. You but- know what a female, a female who flies an airplane is called? There's a term for it. No. A pilot, prick. Go on. <laughs> All right, so you're going to learn a little bit today on the lobsters and the process, or you're going to get close. Okay. All right. Question. He's your lobster. (laughs) Question number one. When you have a license to be a lobster boat captain, you get to put X amount of traps down in the the area, and then you go and then pick them up and see. Plus or minus 100. How many uh, pots, not traps. I was definitely a catch guy, so I, I got this. How many pots? Is one license or allowed to put down? But don't you have different quota? I don't no. understand. So aren't you supposed to catch a certain amount based on your fishery? No. It, the skill, there's no, the, the, it's. <laughs> there's no skill to it? You just I, put them in and the, the lobsters go? I literally, I, I feel bad for saying it, but I watched it happen. 200 Dude. pots. Okay. Double it. 400? Still not close. They are allowed 800 pots, and essentially what they do is every three days, they're checking one, so they do 300, 300, 200, and they just, that's their day. I hate saying this because it's not a job I ever want, but you ever go see a job and you just think to yourself, I could do that? Meaning, yeah. n- meaning how much skill or whatever is there? If Most there were jobs. Th- those jobs that these people did, I watched and went, I mean, they show you how you measure this. They show you how they cl- I felt like I was a pro by the end of it, an absolute pro. Give me an hour and let's do it. Because you're not going to work for a while, and I'll quit my job right now. We're lobstermen tomorrow. Let's go. Hold on, because question three and four, you're going to be like, I'm all set. Jew and Jew lobstermen. Question number the second. Mm-hmm. True or false, the lobster's claws are essentially the same size. Absolute false. One's fat and thick, and one's thin and chichi. That is correct. One is called the crusher. One is called the pincer. That is a kind, and they're not always right or left-handed. So one can be the fatter one, and one can be more for the fine motor skills. So, so. which one do they use to? Uh, uh, we'll get into the anatomy later, because you don't want to crush it or pince it when you're in that area. Question number three: You want to be a lobster boat captain? Absolutely. Before you can do that, you have to do an apprenticeship on the back of a boat. That apprenticeship is where you take 
the bait and put it in the pot and you're basically just doing the bitch work. And right. once once you get good at being a baiter, you become a I've been a good baiter since I've been like 12, dude. <laughs> like twice during this episode. How long does that take? Plus the or minus ship? Plus or minus 5 months. I'm going to say an apprentice lobsterman takes 4 years. Takes 2 years to be an apprentice, okay. but then you generally have to wait about, they said about eight to 10 years before, because essentially every time three lobstermen tire, they give one new license. It's but, it's one of those. Yeah, they're, they're just waiting. You can stop your way to the top there. You, <laughs> you walk in with a 20 and you got a license. What's it, What was your line? What's this going to get me? How, how long do I get a table? Yeah, things are done. Things are done. Things are things, done. Things are done. So if you want to be a lobster person. You got to do it cool and palm it as you hand, as you like shake their hand. You do that weird, awkward slide. Yeah, you, but you palm that. the 20. Well, how do you do that in COVID times? You do like a fist pound and kind of like open it up and open your knuckles. You put it in, you slide it into your elbow here so it's sticking up real classy. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. A lobsterman typically wake up around 4.30 in the morning and they work till it's dark. On average, plus or minus $20,000 what is the average salary of a lobsterman? The, the crew, not the captain or the boat owner. Um, like just the, the guy who like pulls in the lobster. The worker. Yeah, to work on a lobster boat. I'm going to say the average salary of a lobsterman is $35,000. You are within your range. It is $50,000, which blew me away. Watching these people do this for, what, 15 hours a day and just hard labor. What does the boat owner get? I'm assuming a little bit more, but it was... It was hard labor. Jews don't do hard labor. It was ridiculous. No, we don't. But we do own boats. Well, no, not really. We don't use our boats. Wasps own boats. But we other Jews don't. We don't. Exactly. We should you know, buy it, a lobster boat. We should not. I've already just. I'm not going to work it. We just own it. We get to like call the crew and yell at them. I'm a great yeller. Okay. Invest work your money. Buy, catch more lobster. Get those little lobster crackers and go over and <laughs> they yeah. start missing. They start missing fingers if things don't go end up right. The lobster. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on to your britches. Question number five. Now, this one blew me away, and it's a little on PC, but they, I, the only thing that really interested me, because most of lobster life was not, is the mating process. So you made the lobster reference. Mm. Did you know that when lobsters mate, it's essentially date rape? One of the lobsters sprays the other one and dazes and confuses it. That way, they don't eat each other. Because you know, they're kind of like uh, like praying mantises and whatnot. Like they, they would just attack each other. They're very con- car- carnivorous, crustaceous. Crustaceous, yeah. So one of them- Sebastian the crab died recently? I actually knew that and I told Julian. She was like, eh, mm. whatever. Millennial. I think she said, did he drown? Which made me laugh. That's not bad. <laughs> Okay, go on. So in the mating process, is it the man who sprays something into the woman lobsters and dazes her, or is it the woman that does it to the man? Well, if it's the woman that does it to the man, it's the lobster version of like Bumble. You know, they make the first move. I'm going with I'm going with woman sprays a man in the face. You really don't know how Bumble works. It's great. But uh Isn't correct- that the one where the woman has to spray you in the face? <laughs> Or such. She says hi, and then you spray her in the face. Exactly. Correct answer is woman sprays the man in the face. They they explain this, which was insane. They basically like I gotta see some lobster porn. I've seen I've seen it reversed, but spray in the face, but never (laughs) this. I've seen both. You know, no. So they were basically saying the the lady. I said, "How did you guys know this?" And she goes, "GoPros opened our eyes up to how the process works." 
they basically said they didn't know about all this because they won't mate in captivity. So that's so what the lobster you, does in their downtime. They watch two lobsters stop. Yeah. So what they, they do is the whole point of the when the woman lobster wants to get, have kids, essentially, which I don't want to get more is they have to shed their shell. So to do that, they Surely need to be gotta a, shed your shell. They need to be in a safe place where basically the man has to be like, hey, here's some hiding because when you're vulnerable, you can come down here with me. So as the guy gets down there, after he does his thing, you know how you and I are like, I'm ready for bed or yeah. I'm hungry. These guys are like, I'm going to eat you right now. So that's part of why they spray them. But then here's where it gets really great. After they sprayed the man and he fertilizes the female lobster and the eggs and whatever, one, she holds onto the sperm and uses it at will. It's not like a it's in and it goes. Lobsters, female lobsters line up outside of that guy's hiding spot and one by one take turns because they know he's going to do what he has to do. It sounds amazing. But the whole point of the friends thing was like, oh, she's my lobster. We're lobsters. All right. Like, no, it is date rape. And it's a gangbang all I'm together. coming back as a male lobster in my next life. I'm probably not going to be elevated to a higher species. So if I'm going to a lower one, take me away. Let them line up for me. It blew me away, Zach. Well, That's fantastic. Let them line up. Take a number like in the deli. <sighs> Booze your daddy the podcast. Now La- serving number nine. Seven. <sighs> Booze your daddy the podcast. Live episodes on Tuesday for people on Facebook that are sharing them, make sure you share the live ones because that's where other people again can easily watch them. Mm. Download, rate, review, subscribe. I got some fun things coming out soon. And next episode, we're going to do our favorite video viral NFT things that we were talking about, right? That was what we decided. Two girls, the one. Oh, oh, oh on YouTube. I'm, I'm sorry. I. I'll go with anything, anything that's gone a viral video because they're going to start making NFTs and taking them down. I heard they're doing the Lou Gehrig speech. I, I, I now so become, like, become ESPN won't be able to show that because some asshole is going to own it. Yes. Awful. Whoever's selling it's the asshole. Not that. Yeah. All right. So you're going to start making your list. People who are watching, send me. I'll text some people. We'll do a whole little countdown. Zach. So that counts? Any video, anything that's been video clipped counts? Do you, man? This is like anything. It's going to be very viral videos, not me. Do me anyway. I want everyone else to do me, like the male lobster. It's a whole to do, Zach. Yeah, shed your shell, Julia. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. This is this has been fun. Diamond hands to the moon. Do not sell. Do not sell. I'm not touching it. All right. You tell me when to sell. I don't give a shit. 100k. Daddy loves you. Done. We out.